Hi, and welcome to the Business Tech Connect podcast. On today's episode, we're meeting with Shelby Reynolds. Today, we're going to review podcasting and the benefits they can provide an entrepreneur or business in 2020, how to keep your New Year's mindset every single day, and some powerful ideas on how to be the best you starting today. Our guest today is Shelby Reynolds. Word Vomit is a podcast hosted by Shelby, where she will shed an unflattering light on the things that matter to you most. You will get personal about who you are and what you do for a living and everything in between. When listening to her Tech and Flow podcast, you'll learn that apparently the best way to start a conversation with a techie is to offer them vintage cars and high-end cocktails. Who Shelby and Xavier Gray interview industry professionals at Orlando's M Lounge about their lives in tech and emerging trends. Welcome to the show, Shelby, for <laughs> the second time now. Thanks. <laughs> um, so we'll get back into it. So talking about your podcast, uh, Word Vomit, uh, just tell us a little bit about that, what you're trying to do with it. Well, okay, so Word Vomit is actually a podcast that comes from like a big sister perspective. So that's how I typically am with friends, family, like even complete strangers. I'm a very like unfiltered, honest person and uh, I tend to read people very well. So it's just always been kind of who I am. And Word Vomit didn't start with any real purpose other than creating a creative outlet for myself. Um, and then quickly became um, something that wasn't just a creative outlet, it became something that I put as like a, more of a priority and have more like, um, I don't know, like a, I actually started focusing on it as not like a journal, like a digital journal, mm-hmm. but more of a, an actual podcast that I should probably market and build on and use for business. And, um, and I, I think that p- came from the fact that like I've had a background in marketing and design um, and I almost can't half-ass anything (laughs) so when I saw when I started doing it I I tried to force myself to just like not give a fuck excuse my language no worries (laughs) (laughs) and just like just do it push it out but I was so scared I don't know if you felt the same way first one was very scary I'm sure Xavier can can agree with that (laughs) he's probably like you look a little nervous I was like yeah I forgot he was your first Mm -hmm. aww (laughs) Um, That's cool. And actually, I'm number four, right? Five. Five. I'm number five. Um, So, yeah, uh, my podcast is still very much a baby. Like, it's still, like, like growing and still, like, a lot has changed. I'm actually about to launch the new change, actually, this week. Mm -hmm. So, it's very exciting. I've been kind of focusing on the podcast with Xavier, uh, which is called Tech and Flow. Um, I don't know if you knew that, by the way, the name um, we did finally... We, did we change it? Well, we had a temp name when we recorded it with you guys. Like, we didn't want to tell people it was a temp name. We wanted to just, like, run with it and see how it went. I liked it, personally. I yeah. thought it was pretty good. See, I don't know. Like, I was so, like, against the name. And um, I'm glad we, we worked on it and developed it further because we really liked the new brand. Um, we, we just got a logo done. We got an animation that's in the works right now. Um... So like what you see today when you because today we'll launch the episode that you were on. Okay. Um, I know it's taken a little time. It's because we've been we're a team of three and we're trying to figure out the right process to um, what we want to accomplish and how we want to accomplish it in like the most reasonable amount of time because we're all the three of us are all um, running our own careers. 
And this, this isn't a full-time gig. This isn't bringing us money. This is just for fun, um, meant to bring us clients and help us network. Um, that's like the main purpose of it. And then Word Vomit for me was like, it, it's mostly just a place for a creative outlet, I'd say. I just kind of take it a bit more seriously these days. And I really liked it. I mean, I think part of it is a lot of people are afraid to put themselves out there as whether you're, like, you're a business owner, whether you're just somebody who's like looking to make, make a creative outlet. And it just takes that one, that one step of bravery to get over that, that hump. And I think once you do that a few times, like, you know, even being real right now, I get nervous on podcasts, but I enjoy it. It's fun. It's energizing. And I think there's a lot of value to them. Yeah. So it's really cool to see that you're, you know, you've, you've done it. Xavier has done it. Your whole group has done it. And I think it's a really good outlet for you to be able to, no matter what role you're in, to put your thoughts out there and add some value in people's lives. Yeah. Um, as far as like putting it out there and getting over that initial hump, mm-hmm. what I noticed with me at least, um, I became so much more confident in general as like a person. Um, so that was like really cool. I didn't expect that because when you put it out there, you expect like all this harsh feedback. Yeah. You know? Definitely. But everyone's so proud of you and everyone's so excited and everyone's like really supportive because everyone who's listening to it when you launch your first episode is your friends and family. Yeah. You know? But that's that's okay. So, I mean, how did you feel when you like launched your first episode when you finally clicked like launch and it was live and people could actually look at it how did you feel i was excited i had this moment because i I remember so we do video and and audio and i first put it on so we use anchor it's a free platform it goes on every single podcasting platform for you and just put it out there and i remember the first post we made and i was like this is it it's going out you know I, i can't wait to see it can't undo it. Yeah. I mean, you could, I guess, but I could. But yeah, I, <laughs> I think there's a lot of value in that first one, and it taught me a lot. I think it even taught, um, you know, our guest Xavier on the show because he was starting his own podcast. So a lot of people learned a lot from it, and I think at the end of the day, it offered a lot of value to. If you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to it. But it offered a lot of value to people that were looking for ways to sort of grow their business in 2020, and I think that was like the whole point of it. And I, I believe that it actually did that. No, I actually, I, the whole Xavier thing, like, he's a great partner. I like working with him. Um, I think we have an interesting dynamic. Um, but you're right, like, you're the episode when he came on your show, I think really helped things, at least for me, as a person who, like, with our, our, our dynamic is I, I typically, I focus more on the audio, lighting, video. Mm-hmm. He is more of, like, the face-to-face, like, finds people for the show and um, brings, like, uh, his personality to things and he doesn't know much about the whole audio part he doesn't want to which is totally fine um, but it helps I think you know and when he came on your show he was like oh like things were starting to click for him a little bit and he yeah. came to me and was like telling me all about it I was like I am so glad that you just had like this moment this experience yeah <laughs> and um, I mean there's still more to come I'm, I'm waiting for more light bulbs to kind of go off but um, it's it's really fun because we're both learning mm-hmm. I'm learning a lot and you'll see with the podcast we put out today there's a lot to be learned I think episode two will be significantly better um, for tech and flow because of um, how much troubleshooting we did for that's why you were you were awkwardly sitting there remember and yeah. we were <laughs> and we were just trying to do it you know like we've got Aaron's expertise we got mine we've got Xavier like trying to like 
entertain you guys, I guess, to an extent. And um, we're, I remember being so stressed because I, there was so much like question marks in the air. And so we brought so much equipment because we were trying to figure out like, I think we were there for like two and a half, three hours before you guys got there, just being like, what kind of camera? What kind of angle? What kind of lighting? Cool, light, um, you know, warm, or like trying to figure out what, what, how many mics? Where are we putting the mics? How are we setting up sound barriers? Like, because the space wasn't very good for sound. Yeah, and, and this one's pushing it, but I like the background. Actually, I think this is pretty good. Like, you've got, you've got plenty of, um, like, I mean, it's it's not perfect, but I think it's good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm always like, silence is golden. Yeah. But it's hard to find, like, a Quiet dedicated studio space that you can utilize on a regular basis. Um, so. And we're going to be moving the podcast around to different places over the next few weeks. So sure. we have other people's offices, other people's conference rooms and everything like that. And so I think it'll also make it more fun just on the back end on the video to just do it in different places. Uh, we're going to do hopefully one on a bus, a self-driving bus in Lake Nona. Uh, so that'll be interesting. No worries. Uh, and then another one on a boat uh, later on next week as long as the wind cooperates. So um, we're definitely changing some things up and trying to make it entertaining oh boy <laughs> i'm excited to see that how that yeah. one turns out if it oh. turns out great uh I'll, I'll let you guys know how how that goes but uh so i guess so diving into a little bit deeper so i know your first uh i don't know if it's first two or the second two focused on businesses like applying for jobs mm -hmm. and like within a, within a business so like you highlighted a lot of points on how people can become like the best asset they can be when applying for jobs for business owners and entrepreneurs who are looking to hire people. Mm -hmm. So what are like maybe like the top two or three lessons that you would give like a potential hire, like a leg up when applying for, for jobs with businesses? Oh, okay. So I like, I like this question because it forces me to actually kind of try and prioritize some of my advice. Um, and by no means am I an expert in this area. It's just kind of like based off of a lot of the experience I've had, which is a lot. Um, uh, and so I do actually, but I don't know if you know this, but I do some consulting on the side to help like out of college graduates um, stand out in the workforce. Um, and my method is not anything that a recruiter or a counselor would do, which is typically like look at your resume, help you with keywords and things like that. That stuff's covered. That stuff's like pretty um, easy to um, figure out on your own or have them help you. My approach is usually from a creative standpoint. How can we, um, what's the most creative and like within that person's comfort zone? Because a lot of people, their comfort zone's significantly smaller than mine. I have a very large comfort zone. Yeah. And, um, and that's been developed more and more over the years. But um, I always try to look at this person and get to know them as an individual and decide, like, give them advice on and suggestions or even try and get them to think on their own. Yeah. What are some things that are very, very authentic to who you are and, um, like, what what it is you want to do, what are your goals, and how can we come up with a creative solution to not only accomplish that, but stand out to the people who could potentially help you accomplish that. Um, and it, it can be weird and quirky, it can be completely out there, like not even related to what it is you do. Like, 
there's always a weird way. And I always tell them, like, just bullshit it. Yeah. Like, like there, if it's real and it's authentic, you can find a connection. We create value in this world. So, like, pulling, like, pulling strings and attaching things is not something you can't do. You just have to be willing to put in the mental brain power to figuring that out. Yeah. Um, my top three pieces of advice, I was getting kind of a tangent there, I apologize, um, is probably um, be brave and put yourself out there. Um, old school, shaking hands and talking to people in person is like always the best method. Um, you want to make like automatically right then you're no longer a piece of paper. Um, you're a human and you know even if you struggle to talk to other people or have a conversation try it's really really important um, and I know of course other people some people have more of advantage than others because of their personality types but that's why like with people who are very very introverted I always recommend like taking some sort of like I don't know extracurricular that helps you get out of your comfort zone like improv or com comedy sports or, or something yeah speech yeah whatever something that forces you to talk in front of people um, and then um, second one would be like this is probably the most important is just being creative even if you're like in a seemingly uncreative field mm -hmm. I I don't believe creativity is like simply drawing or um, you know like creating art or music or whatever it's it, the mathematician has to be exercise a level of creativity to accomplish and problem solve within his field uh, especially those who are developing new ideas and new approaches um, you know people in education people in science you know like all kinds of the, uh, creativity is everywhere so forcing yourself to think outside the box and problem solve in a way that you don't normally do is crucial to standing out in the workforce hmm. um, Third piece of advice would be look at failure as an important part of the process because you're never going to succeed the way you want to or the way that you, in the ways that you look at your mentors um, if you don't fail a thousand times over. Yeah. I know that I have a thousand times more failures than successes and I have a decent amount of successes. I don't think I would have gotten those decent amount of successes had I not failed. Definitely. And, and I love how you also brought up, like, when you were talking about these things from the employee point of view, mm -hmm. I know you also mentioned, like, an employer is putting their time, they're looking for an investment in you. So part of it is also, you know, putting your best foot forward and, like, realizing that they're going to spend time and money and energy and resources and training and everything that goes into that. So I think all of those things combined that you said, along with the employee re recognizing that, Everyone is trying their best, I think a lot or a majority of people are. So really kind of looking in and being okay with those creative types that are putting themselves out there and really trying to be different. Because uh, I think those are the ones that are showing just off the bat that they're willing to go the extra mile mm -hmm. to stand out just above the normal person. Absolutely. And you have to remember, like, the, the employer is going out of their way to find you, right? But you're also going out of your way to find them. And it's a two-way relationship. Yeah. And you have to remember that this isn't an interview of just you. It's an interview of them. Because you might be a perfect candidate for them, but they may not be a perfect boss for you. And so you have to remember to interview them and really closely examine them. That's People don't true. remember that when they're in the interview. They feel so like, like it's one-sided. Yeah. And you typically are just like, okay, what's the right thing for me to say right now? But it's like, 
you should always be coming to them both ways equally in the conversation. Definitely. And I guess, um, so switching gears just a little bit, um, mm -hmm. talking about the how podcasts, I guess, for you personally and for you professionally, like how has this like impacted you, I guess, in a positive way? Um, okay, so a couple things that come to mind are, one, the confidence thing. Mm -hmm. um, that was almost immediate. Um, yeah. Because, you know, when you, you see your, your face on things more often, you, you're putting out your personal feelings and thoughts that people could totally, like, hate and bash, and that's, like, who you are, right? It's your thoughts. Yeah. Um, I value my brain over anything else. Um, and if, I, if I'm spilling my brain out on the world and they criticize it, that's, like, that soul-crushing. Um, so there's a confidence there. And then also, like, people don't like their voice. You ever notice that? Like, people don't like their voice. It's because you're not used to hearing it. Like, right. you don't hear it, like, the way, you don't hear it the way other people yeah. perceive it. So it sounds a little weird sometimes. Yeah. I'm, like, constantly thinking about how my voice sounds when I'm doing this. But, like, at the end <laughs> of the day, when I go and listen to the episode, I don't mind it. Like, it, it's, I'm not, like, one of those people who really hate it, but um, it... I, I grew up with a lisp, mm -hmm. and I've had to, like, over the years, like, a develop way of speaking that has minimized that. Mm -hmm. But actually, when I put out my first episode, I had someone call me. and was like, oh, my God, you have, like, such a cute lisp. And I just, like, oh, no. I shrunk. <laughs> I just became, like, this really tiny person and, like, super red. My body got, like, went up in, like, 10 degrees in temperature. And I was just like, thank you. <laughs> I, was just, like, I was like, why did you just, like, like, because now I feel like, oh, now it's obvious. But... Other people haven't pointed that out, and I've brought yeah. it up in conversation like I am now, and people are like, oh, I didn't notice that. So, like, I don't know. Not everyone pays attention to the same, like, little details that other people do, but it's there, I guess, and some people will notice it, but I have to be okay with that. Yeah. And that's made me become more comfortable with the fact that I have a slight lisp. Yeah. So, and I'm totally just saying it now, so everyone's going to know. <laughs> um, it's fine. Um, there's that benefit. And then the other benefit is, like, um... I've gone through a lot of little, I like to call them past lives within this lifetime, like a lot of little lives. And it's because I've gone through, my personality tends to be very um, extroverted and out there and adventurous. I tend to try a lot of things. Um, and, you know, in your, I guess, quest to find who you are, I've tried and failed at a lot of things. And... Um, the podcast, since since launching it and then starting this process with Xavier and then being on other people's podcasts and then also doing consulting for companies and helping them get podcasts off the ground and things like that, it has led to me to like kind of figuring out my true career path, if you will. Um, I'm sure it'll be one of many, uh, knowing me. But um, it's led me down a much healthier, happier path for me in terms of career. So I think that's a really big plus. Um, so that's good. And then the, I don't know, another positive. Uh, those are like the two main for me, but I'm sure there's a million other ones. Um, yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll come at two. Why not? No, we're, yeah, we're on it. Let's but do it. I think for me personally, it's improved my, my personal confidence a lot. I yeah. try to be the different IT person. I think everyone's always like the guy that sits in a corner that you don't want to ask a question unless you really, really have to. <laughs> um, so I've always been a little bit different in that sense that I've always been more of a personal approach on everything. Mm -hmm. But I think this has taken that a little bit higher to another level because I'm not usually on video. I'm making like little vlogs every day too now. So it, that's been pretty cool. And then 
I think it's also helped me to learn a lot of what people are going through, whether in business and life and growing themselves. Like, I love to learn about things. Like, that's that's my thing. I love learning about people. I love learning about their problems. And I'm always trying to find ways to fix things. So for me, it's sort of helped me to understand more of what business is, what people are going through. And I think that's making me an overall better human being and a better business professional going forward. So those are my... Those That's are my a good top one. two. I no, think. you actually reminded me like the whole education factor. Like I've always been a very inquisitive person and I enjoy learning quite a bit. Like I love I was that nerd in school who would spend <laughs> lunch in the library and like I really enjoy reading and yeah. writing and education. But the podcast, yeah, I agree. Like you, you get in front of people and you have a conversation with them, you learn so much about people and the world around you mm-hmm. that you thought you knew and you didn't know or it's nice. I, it's um, an education without much effort. Definitely. Yeah. So I guess um, this is an interesting point. Um, I so we're now in 2020 when we're recording these. Now we're launching two a week. But one of the things I put a lot of content out there for was at the beginning of the new year, mm-hmm. or I guess right before the new year. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, make make this the year that you're going to do something. Make this the year that." you're going to change your life, make this the year that's going to happen. But I remember seeing the same thing in 2019 and the same thing in 2018, 2017, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that personally bothers me is I believe that everyone can change tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday or on a Wednesday or on July 4th. It doesn't matter. Uh, A year doesn't define, I think, the ability to make the changes that you need to, whether it's personal, business, so on and so forth. So I haven't had the opportunity to ask somebody their thoughts on that uh, on in public, so I'm just curious, like what your thoughts are on people being able to now make it themselves to make the changes that they want to make in life mm-hmm. when they want to make it, and not just waiting for these New Years to sort of kick things off for them. Mm-hmm. So actually, I think I love this question because this is very much like a layered question for me. So I'm gonna try and answer it concisely. Um, it's gonna be a challenge for me because I'm not a very concise individual, but. Um, so a little bit about me, I'm a very like spiritual person in more of like an energy kind of way. Like I'm not religious by any means. I don't subscribe to any particular religion, um, but I do believe like we're all made up of energy, and whether we put positive or negative energy out there, that makes a has a ripple effect on the people around us and the things that we do and the things we get back. And um, with that said, I love the idea. Like people are like, oh, I don't really like New Year's. It's such a drag because it's like why why are you suddenly deciding to try and be a better person I don't I don't think it's necessarily suddenly but I do think that where it comes from is people like the togetherness it's like on one day of the year you have the majority of the world joining together in a positive energy to be better and I think that energy can feed into you in a positive way if you want it to so like you can choose to pull from that and actually do something or you can kind of just say it not actively subscribe to it and then you know go about your year like the past however many years you've been alive yeah which is typically how it happens right it's like oh i'm gonna lose 30 pounds this year and then next year it's the same thing and next year it's the same thing february it's like nah not not going to the gym anymore whatever it is yeah and it takes an active effort like you actually have to really want to and you have to actually define yourself as being a person who is like this is who i am because you typically don't disobey what you believe your character to be yeah and so um and it that's how i quit smoking 
I, I used to be a smoker, and one day I was like, I'm a non-smoker. I didn't. I would. I had literally just smoked a cigarette, and then I said, I'm a non-smoker. And because I had defined that as being like who I am, I didn't pick up another cigarette. And it's like that's something I believe is like you just have to define who it is you believe you are and act accordingly. And so the whole like, will somebody change tomorrow or can somebody change tomorrow? Absolutely. It's all a mindset. The problem is, is most people don't. Um, and I do the same thing. It's all about priority. How how do you feel about the thing that you actually want to do? Is it something that sounds like a novel idea and you kind of like have a half, you're half-hearted, you're on the fence about it, mm-hmm. but you want everyone around you? Because we're constantly trying to defend our goodness, right? We're constantly trying to defend our persona that we put to the world. You want to look like that person who cares about your health and cares about exercising and cares about like being a responsible person who has self-discipline and who's like successful but you know so you'll say oh yeah I'm just totally gonna do this like I'm gonna eat really healthy I'm gonna exercise I'm gonna get buff this year whatever we say that because we want everyone to see that and maybe we do want it to a degree but we don't want it enough to really go through the hardship it takes to do it that's a really good point yeah I mean, I, I do the same exact thing. Like, I, I'm supposed to be, like, tra- training for a 5K right now. Mm-hmm. But you know how crappy that sounds to me? Like, that just sounds awful. Like, I don't like running. I've never liked running. The reason why I thought of doing this was because I hate it. I thought this would be a really good mental exercise. Mm-hmm. And if I could accomplish it, then awesome. I still intend to do it. I just, you know, I'm supposed to start in the first week of January. But, hey, you know what? It's Something not good. over. Just because I didn't start in the first week of January doesn't make it can't happen. Mm-hmm. It means I actually just need to, like, develop some more self-discipline. Yeah. And or, or have an accountability partner. Yes. And those, those are always extremely helpful. Uh, it's been helpful for me for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used different people as accountability partners without them actually realizing that I use them as an accountability partner. Aww. So that kind of works out really Sneaky. well. Yeah. yeah How does just, that work? Um... It's interesting because, so I went to this conference in October or November, it was with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, and seeing him on a video, like mm-hmm. seeing anyone, not just him, anyone talking to you through video like we are now, mm-hmm. it's completely different than actually sitting in front of somebody and talking to you and saying something. Sure, yeah. And so part of what you can do to make somebody else hold you accountable as an accountability partner without them knowing is hi- hold them in your head to a higher standard of like where you want to be, what you want to mm-hmm. do. And just know at the end of the day that if you're not doing that thing, you'll never really amount to what you're trying to get to. Yeah. And so for me, that really helped me. Um, you know, even parents, you know, girlfriend, like I wanted to be the best person I can be. I want to be, you know, build the best company I could be, for, build for my clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need them to sit there and hold me accountable to do that. I just need them to know, hey, this is what I'm always striving for because I want to get to that point. Absolutely. So that's, that's been really helpful for me. Yeah. Um... The whole girlfriend thing, that's, um, I like how you said that because it's like, there's a difference between like, because like accountability doesn't always mean like, hey, let me remind you every day. Yeah. That's not what accountability means. It means like, like, I think it means more, more, more often than not, it's support and not getting in their way. Yeah. You know, and, um, and you don't have to verbally do anything. You just have to be there and not hinder. And that's, I think, what friends and family are really good about a lot of the time, um, at least in the healthier relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I like how you, you put that. Definitely. So find somebody you can 
that can hold you accountable without even telling them this year. That's going to be your your uh, <laughs> <laughs> your goal for this year at some point. It helps um, when you look up to them. Yeah, it really. You're right. Definitely. Putting them. I'm, I was thinking. I'm like processing what you just said. Um, yeah, when you have somebody naturally on a pedestal or you put them there, um, you don't want to disappoint them, and you don't want you want them to look at you in the same way. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly. It's like that. Te- it's like the whole like back in like grade school. You always do better for the teacher that's really awesome and you like. Yeah. Whereas like the teacher was like kind of crappy and mean. Like you're like I don't care what you think. So you just. I don't know how you were in school, but. I was pretty good because if yeah. I wasn't good. <laughs> my dad wasn't a happy camper. <laughs> uh, yeah, mine too. I was. Co- I felt like I was constantly grounded as a kid, but I was also a very rebellious kid. So I was a good studious kid. I had straight A's. Oh. But I was constantly like late for school or like getting uh, detentions or I was yeah. like a weird mix. I was like rebellious but studious. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad mix though. No. I, I basically knew like I would show up on the first day of school and be like look at my teachers but look I'm going to be late sometimes but it's going to be for a good reason and this is the reasons I'll probably be for it. I was like, but I'm going to stay up front. I'm going to focus. I'm going to do all my homework and all the extra credit and I'm going to make straight A's. And they looked at me and were like, sit down. But <laughs> but everything I said was absolutely true. It yeah. always worked out that way. And every time I was late, they didn't mark me. Man. They were like, okay, I guess this girl is like doing Students, what she needs to do. Students, if you're <laughs> under the age of 18, take some advice here. Just don't get in trouble. Just don't get in trouble. And if you did, don't don't, don't blame me. Yeah, don't, don't hold this <laughs> podcast accountable. Um, yeah. So I guess, um, so kind of to wrap everything up here in a nice, neat bundle, we've kind of talked about a little bit about podcasts and starting them up and what that's done for us, I think, as businesses and individuals. We've talked about holding ourselves accountable this year to do the things that we want to do. Um, what, so two more things. What would you say, uh, I know you say you're trying to focus more on interviewing guests, so are there any guests that you would like or type of guests that you're looking for for your podcast? And then if there are, um, what are some of the discussions that you're looking forward to talking about that you think are going to be pretty effective this year? Okay, so are you talking about for war- word vomit or tech and flow? Either or. Either or. Um, so workflow. Er. <laughs> oh, now we're confusing them. Oh, no. <laughs> workflow. <clears throat> okay, so word vomit. Um, I... I like more of the organic, like I, I tend to meet new people on a very frequent basis and between my networking and getting out and being very social and extroverted, I tend to meet really cool people and that it's a very spontaneous thing. I'll just be like, oh my God, I think you're amazing. Um, I love this, what we just had. Can I please get this on a mic? Yeah. And then we'll, and, and that's usually how I do it. I don't really have a plan for word vomit necessarily. Perhaps I should. Maybe I need to mull that over and that should be one, one thing I consider doing for 2020. Mm-hmm. I like it being more loose like that. Tech and flow though, um, we do have a plan. And it's more or less like, the first like I want to say three or four episodes is like bringing on people that Xavier knows. Like mm-hmm. you knew him from a financial advisory standpoint, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, you know we're bringing on people that you know that we can kind of um, get comfortable with and get to know better and bring on great content. Um, and then after I think the fourth or fifth episode, we intend to after we've kind of like solidified our process and kind of like perfected it, if you will. It's never perfect, yeah. but perfected it. Um, 
we can we plan on targeting some of the larger corporations here in Central Florida and bringing on a lot of like the more like um, higher up mm-hmm. um, uh, professionals and discussing with them um, not just like their tech perspective but their business perspective. Um, a lot of good content, a lot of good ideas here for starting your own podcast, um, holding yourself accountable in 2020, um, keeping things moving in the right direction. So, um, Shelby, thank you so much for, for being on here. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for coming on, and I hope you can be a guest in the near future, and looking forward to doing that. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, uh, make sure to check out Word Vomit as well and Tech and Flow. We'll post their links in the description, and make sure to follow us on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, and anything else that you could possibly imagine. We're on all of it. So looking forward to talking to you guys soon. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye, guys.